Today with us, we have Jared Holt, CEO of Ascent Financial, and he is going to be sharing how he stays competitive in this ever-changing environment as we think about technology and changes to business and anything external. What are the things that you look at, think about as you want to stay relevant in today's business environment? <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. Get um, ready for a long episode. Yeah, no. <laughs> so, yeah, where do you start? I mean, to stay competitive is is always a moving target. It's not black and white. It's gray. And, mm-hmm. you know, you. I think as a business owner, the successful business owners always push much harder than they have to because they, they have the fear of failure. They have the fear that they're going to be outpaced. So they work harder and faster than they, than they need to naturally. And if you don't have that mindset you're probably going to be outpaced. How do we stay competitive? You know, I think, I think what, what we've tried to do a lot answering your question, Rachel, is pull in outside information as much as possible to make sure that we're relevant and we're thinking about things correctly. Um, I try to be a sponge. I listen to podcasts or audiobooks every single day of my life, or I'm talking with other people who are, are more successful than me or are, are further along in their career um, so that way I'm always pulling on something, always trying to learn. Mm-hmm. And the second you think you ever have it figured out, you're done. And uh, 10 years ago, a mentor of mine uh, shared a line and said, don't rest on your laurels. And that's a, it's a very valuable line. And, and so, you know, I, I personally try to surround myself with people that are better than me, you know, and smarter than me and who can help think about things. And you don't think of you too. I mean, you think about things all the time that I'm missing. That's awesome. You know, it, it, great. You want to do that with your team members, outside peers. I know that either I go to conferences or team members of ours are going to conferences quite often. Mm-hmm. It seems like I go to two or three conferences, not to present or, or something like that, but to just to go learn, absorb, and digest. Uh, the last couple of years, you know, we've gone to uh, California for a, a week, week-long, intense, all-day conference that has helped me exponentially move forward that I, I, I value very much. There's always new ideas. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. New things to be considering. And if you don't stay on top of it, you're just going to miss it. Yeah. And I think for, exactly, I think for a lot of our clients, the ones that are propelling themselves forward get away from the business and they talk with other business owners. They're part of peer groups. They are networking with other people. They go to conferences, seminars, and they just collaborate. They share ideas. And, and it's and it's really interesting. I yeah, I, I was I had a, an opportunity to sit in on a peer group as of recent, and just to hear the producers talk amongst themselves. You know, they were all very elite, progressive. You know, dairymen, and yet they learned so much from one another. Mm-hmm. You know, just one nugget that each of them could take away. It's it's invaluable. Exactly. Yeah. Ex- exactly. You, you know, you think about you hear how many of these successful big businesses were started in a dorm room or in a college corner or, of a shed or a corner of a shed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, what it, why, why, what's so fascinating about Facebook being founded in, in a, in a, you know, in a dorm room? Well, it's the people you're around, mm-hmm. you know, I had someone tell me recently that those Ivy league schools or any of those colleges that are, you know, prestigious, why are they prestigious? It's not because the walls are better or the books are better. It's the people. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 they're networking, they're collaborating, they're growing ideas, they're pushing each other. And that's, that's what I think helps a business stay ahead, grow, scale, succeed. And it's intentionally trying to work on the business and not just in it. Mm-hmm. It's so easy to just work in the business every day. I could 
inundate my schedule for 50 hours a week, just working on clients Mm -hmm. and nothing else. But you can't, you got to think about the business. And I see too many of our clients, they get wrapped up in the day-to-day operations. And, you know, I I, I know I ask my clients the question sometimes, are you working in the business or on the business? Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's a difference. Yeah. There oh, is yeah. a difference. There's a significant difference. Yeah. And they'll yeah. say, we don't have the time, right? We're so busy, but you got to yeah. make the time. Yep. Right. If you yep. don't, guess what? Your competitor is making time and they're going to beat you. Yep. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. How, as you think about to, you know, Ascent and other businesses, they think about how they want to grow, right? Mm-hmm. Stay competitive and propel. How do you go through some of those time periods where, you know, maybe you're spending more money on labor or your employees, to, you know, because you want to acquire talent, but there's a return down the road, yeah. right? But it's not today. You know, how do you go into some of those endeavors and, and kind of see that light at the end of the tunnel? Oh, boy. I mean, sometimes they're not going to all be home runs, right? Yeah. But, but how do you think through that? Personally, I've, I've always wanted to keep an uncomfortable feeling about our business where we're, we're pushing forward enough where you're uneasy. You're... You know, you're, you're thinking about something new. If I get comfortable, I get mad. Or uh, I shouldn't say mad, but, you know, I get... Uneasy. I get uneasy, yeah. Like, it, no. I want to have that, that level of, of uneasiness. You know, you, you want to have some pressure on you. And so, you know, we're, we're working on new technology right now. It would be easy to not do that. It would be easy to stay in the same thing that we've been doing for the last 10 years or however long. But we know that that's not going to be the answer 10 years from now. Mm-hmm. And so personally, I think, where do we want to be 5, 10 years from now? And are the decisions that we're making today helping, you know, put fertilizer on the seed mm-hmm. to get us there? And if it's not, if we're going to be in the same pace, the same place in 5, 10 years, then why are we doing this? Mm-hmm. You know, because other people are growing, they're innovating, they're, they're ex- excelling. And so answering your question about talent or people or technology you know, personally, I, I've wanted to invest back in people or our, our business. So that way I think it's going to be in a better spot and having that delayed gratification, mm-hmm. um, knowing that it's going to be better in five or 10 years than today. Like, yeah. Today's fine, but we got to keep reinventing, growing. Look at the successful businesses that have always stayed on that track and that cycle. They're in a much better spot. And then you just, when you develop that mindset amongst your team, and everybody starts thinking like that, and just you have this swimming change. Um, that's fun, you know. Even even YouTube, you, you push you push us, you know. And you drive, and you brought an idea forward recently, Cassie. You know, you, I'm like, geez, why is she thinking about this? You know, like, oh man, we have so much going on. But I'm like, she's right. We need to be thinking about that. Yeah. You know, we should be. I'm like, that's awesome that she brought that up. Thank you. You know, it's. Let's let's put it on the docket. Let's work on it and um and and go forward. So that's that's the idea. I think of just how to stay competitive, and knowing that you're building up. You got to always ask yourself too: Are we relevant in the marketplace? Are we missing the boat somewhere? Are we going to be, you know, swam by or something like that by a bigger bigger fish in the ocean, mm-hmm. or swallowed up? And so you always got to ask yourself that question and. Are we serving the needs and and or not? And are we are we going to be relevant? And you don't know that stuff unless you get out of your business, get off the farm, get and go check out. You know, and I had a, we had a client a couple of years ago come to our office and a dairy producer, and he asked me a handful of questions, and he's like, you know, I never leave the farm, right? He's like, I don't know. He's like, he's like, I, I work really, you know. And he's like, he's like joking. He's like, Jared, I don't know. He's like, what is this? You know, what are the thoughts on these things? And what are what are their farms doing? And it was it was a good 
mindset, but a lot of or a good perspective, excuse me, but I think a lot of business owners get trapped in their business and what they're doing and they don't look around them. And yeah. then all of a sudden they they come up for air five years later. And it's like, oh shoot, I, I should world changed. Yeah. <laughs> and you see that with some of our clients going through these transition plans. We're going through it helping this family through a transition plan with a non-traditional successor that's not family, mm-hmm. different from a different operation. And the kid, you know, calls me and goes, you know, the senior generation, they're, they, they're not using any of the, the technology that they could be using. And then the, the old, you know, the seniors call me and go, the kid just called me about some, you know, technology for the planner. I don't even know what he's talking about. And he's like, I feel out of place here. You know, and, and, and then he told me, he's like, I haven't checked any of this stuff out forever. I just do what I do. And so, you know, but he just hasn't gotten out away from his business to understand or look or to check things out. And it's, it's interesting to see. Yeah. So, and it's, uh, oh, go ahead, Rachel. Oh, I was just, just on technology. How do you sort through, I mean, you're deciding what technology to be using to kind of get in front of for years ahead, but as a producer, what, how do they even sort through what technology to use when there's so many options out there? <sighs> Good question. You know, you probably don't ever want to be the first one to use a lot of the technology. It's, it's the cutting edge, not the bleeding. There edge, you go, right? right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You yes. wanna, you that wanna... was the point I was going to make. Thank okay, you. good. Yeah. We're on the same page. Yeah. yeah. You know, and you know, using new technology, I think you have to be okay trying something out, knowing that it might not work. Mm-hmm. So many times, people are scared to invest time or money. And they want to make sure it's going to work. Mm-hmm. You, you don't know. You don't know if you're going to like it. You don't know if, you're, if it's going to adopt to your company or your farm or your business. And that can be hard sometimes to, if you're always rolling things out, though, and you're changing things all the time to your team. You're like, geez, it's always moving. So sometimes you got to take the time, test things out behind the scenes, go through a little beta period, and then roll it out. But you got to be willing to, make, to accept failure mm-hmm. when it comes to technology, knowing yeah. that not everything's going to work. And then you just got to sometimes just have intuition and know that and be okay having to learn new things. It's yeah. easy to just do the same thing over and over, but we adopt new technology and I'm like, I don't want to do it, but I know that our team sometimes either, but it's like, we have to. Yeah. It's like, I don't want to, you know, work out or, or eat healthy food. It's fun to eat junk food, but you do it because you know it's the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. Same thing with technology. It's like, if I, if I don't adopt this, I'm going to die. That's my mentality with it. Yeah, but one technology for one business, you know, isn't the right thing for another business, and that's where it's like you have to understand how that technology impacts your business. Yeah, you know, specifically, and you've got to break it down. Um, you know, you talk about robots, you know, and, and these robotic rotary parlors. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they've evolved so quickly. Mm-hmm. You know, but every operation is so uniquely different that you have to understand how it impacts your business. And it's easy to go see an operation and talk to the, the dairyman and, and hear what it's done for them. And, and you got to kind of take some of that with a grain of salt because you have to understand your different, your business is probably very different in yep. a lot of ways. And you have to, you have to strategically think through that and really learn those steps it, as you're through uh, your decisioning process. Spot on. Know that technology is not going to solve everything. It's going to bring on some new challenges along the way think of our producers like sometimes certain producers think that robots are just going to fix everything for them mm-hmm. no it trades certain headaches but it brings on some other ones and you need to decide if those different headaches are are better than the old ones mm-hmm. and you know same with technology i mean yep. we got the different tech stacks that we're using and different things and it takes time for learning and onboarding and training and 
it doesn't fix everything. It adds more complexity than an organization as we do it. So we got to then have a system for that. Absolutely. It's part of it. Absolutely. Well, thanks, Jared. Hopefully that, that gave you some nuggets to take away, you know, and really just compelling or propelling, excuse me, your business forward. Thanks, Jared. Appreciate having you. Thank See you. See you next time.